Welcome to the Super Expander Podcast. My name is Corrine Phelps, your host. I'm a business and growth coach, money mindset expert, and a multi-passionate entrepreneur. My journey has taken me all over from working in finance to owning a boutique fitness studio. I found myself burnt out, miserable, and questioning everything. Saying things to myself like, there's got to be more to life than this. Refusing to settle for a mediocre existence, I went all in, learning how to harness untapped potential and rewire the subconscious mind to create an extraordinary life. The last 10 years have been a crash course in self-love, building a business, creating community, building wealth, and doing what it takes to just freaking go for it. My mission is to help you align to your purpose, Rewire your subconscious to support your big dreams and vision and create a life that you're absolutely obsessed with. So sit back, tune in, and prepare to expand. Today's episode is packed with potency, power, and wisdom. So buckle up because you're not going to want to miss a beat. Today's guest is a super expander through and through. And I'm not only lucky enough to call her a, my personal super expander, but to call her a mentor and a friend. Francesca Sipma is a former New Yorker who spent her career in advertising and marketing for global brands. After 10 years of chasing an insatiable lifestyle, she experienced a radical awakening and went on a quest for a higher purpose. She found herself on a deep exploration journey, exploring modalities and retreats all over Bali, India, and Peru. She became fascinated by the power of breath and the subconscious mind as a catalyst into self-awareness to distract childhood conditioning and social programming. A voracious reader and a deeply motivated student, she's been able to utilize the tools she teaches to transcend anxiety, self-doubt, unhealthy relationship patterns, addiction, and more. She's passionate about infusing psychology, spirituality, and science to guide transformative growth experiences. Francesca is now a certified breathwork coach and a hypnotherapist based in Santa Monica, California, helping others come into alignment with their highest selves and live more meaningful lives of love and service. She's the founder of Hypno Breathwork, a cutting edge modality using breathwork to clear energetic patterns hypnosis to reprogram subconscious beliefs and visioning to fire new neural pathways for sustainable behavior change. This unique formula accelerates trance-induced states to heal unprocessed emotions from the root and take intuitive action to create the life that you want. Francesca is truly an amazing human being, and this conversation is going to blow you away. Hello, hello, super expanders. Meet Francesca Sipma. My whole body already has chills. I swear we're going to break the internet today. Um, I'm really excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Uh, so much gratitude that, I mean, you're a busy, busy woman. So I know just carving out the time to to do this is just in and of itself huge. But I know the conversation that we're about to have is it's going to be next level. It's, it's going to be a game changer for, for you, for me, for us, for the, for everyone that takes the time to listen. And I mean, why would they not take the time to listen? This is going to be magical. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. So I love to open up the conversation with something that I feel like is just not a normal conversation anymore. And it's, I, I know who you are to your core and to your essence, but I'd love for you to share with 
with the world, with everyone listening. Who, who is Francesca? Man, that is such a deep question to lead with. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No icebreakers around here. (laughs) I love it. I think, who am I at my core? Um, I would say that I'm a, I'm a seeker. I would say that I'm spiritually curious. I would say that I'm somebody who feels a deep pull to elevate and spread consciousness in the world. And I think that I'm a vessel. I think I'm a vessel to help people sort of get into alignment and discover and live their true purpose, which also means that I'm a very triggering human for a lot of people, (laughs) but hopefully in a good way for those that embrace it. (laughs) Oh my goodness. You know, I think when we're, our triggers are truly, they're, they're gifts for us. It's almost the more often and more comfortable we become being triggered the faster we grow, the quicker, the quicker we expand. So your explanation of who you are at your core really is the definition of a, of a super expander. So dang, are we lucky or what that we (laughs) (laughs) we're having this conversation that I actually get to have a real true living super expander sitting, sitting with me. And it's funny because one of the first real conversations that we had, I mean, we'd been connected and in rooms together, that sort of thing was strangely enough, a funny triggering conversation for me and not in a like, oh, I'm angry, but it was a, a conversation that you walk away with feeling like, oh, why did I do that? But was I actually like honest? Was that really the truth? And I had to sit yeah. with that trigger for a moment and, and I'll share. So when I, when we were, when we were talking, I was actually, we were having a conversation. I was going through my, my hypno breath work, uh, like basically application call, because if, mm-hmm. for those of you who don't know, Francesca is the founder, the creator, the genius behind hypno breath, which is such a, um, it's just mind blowing. If you haven't experienced it yet, it's an innovative experience to really shift your energy patterns, to change your subconscious mind. And so I was being drawn to, to go through this process and, and I was on the, the call applying. And at the end, Francesca said, what blocks do you have? And I was like, I don't, I don't have any blocks. <laughs> I, I don't have any blocks. Who me? None. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember. I remember. <laughs> and it was, we hadn't even got into the first session yet of the certification and the emotions were already coming to the surface. I was like, "Hmm, I think the subconscious blocks are coming up right now. (laughs) But that's what I, that's what I kind of mean by, by being a trigger. And I think honestly, it's from, I am so consistent in my practice, right? Like I do hypno breath work every single morning. And so I feel very clear. I feel very tapped into my intuition. And so when I sit with somebody, even just for a few seconds, I feel like I can already see I can already kind of see what is blocking them or what's going on with them. And they can't really hide it. They can't deny it when they're, when we're in that present space. And I get that a lot. I get, damn, I can't, I can't bullshit you. Like you, you're seeing right through my logical explanation and all the ways I'm trying to intellectualize this. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. are you ready to go in? <laughs> <laughs> but there's a talent and a a gift and a finesse to be able to bring that out in a way that is so conscious and is so so powerful because I feel like on the receiving end at that place for me it wasn't like you were like 
I'm calling you on that. Like you actually, we were just like, okay. And it was the inflection on that. Okay. As I walked, as I got off the call and I was like, zinger. (laughs) (laughs) That, That I have to say is that has been crafted a little bit over time. I think when I first started doing this practice and feeling really clear and, and the intuitive insights were just coming up so naturally, I wanted to share them just explicitly. And it was very much what people would call unsolicited advice. And I'd be like, oh my God, I just saw that this happened to you. This is what's really going on. Here's what's going on. You're subconscious. And they'd be like, back up for a second. I'm not ready for this. And so now I'm, I'm trying to just cultivate the patience and hold the space to allow people to come to those conclusions on their own. And obviously when they're open, help accelerate, you know, their growth experience by providing more intuitive insight. That's that's part of part of the journey. So we've started to actually give a little bit of a mm-hmm. glimpse, uh, a glimpse of like what it is exactly that that you do. But I'd love for you to kind of explore that a little deeper, really, really share about how it is that you arrived at putting hypnobreath together because it's combining multiple modalities yeah. and what the vision is for you and and how it is that you're going to expand it and grow all the things. Yeah. Ready, set, go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's been such a special process and it's a fun journey to kind of look back on and see how it all kind of came together. But essentially I started off very unconscious, wasn't really tapped into spirituality at all. And I was just a hustling New Yorker working in ad agencies, you know, kind of working myself into the ground. Um, And I had gotten the promotions and hit the career goals that I had sort of set out for myself. After 10 years, I even tried to move to San Francisco to try a tech startup thing and thought maybe I would find more fulfillment in another city and another industry. And I kept chasing satisfaction. I just kept chasing contentment or happiness outside of myself and it wasn't working and I was really burning myself out. So I ended up on this spiritual sabbatical, taking me to Bali and discovering the seven day breathwork retreat, which I had no clue what it was. I thought it was meditation or yoga of some sort. And you know, it's not even close to any of those practices at all. Um, And in the first session, I was shook to my core. I mean, I was just broken open. I was laying on a floor shaking and crying and seeing images of myself as a little girl that I hadn't tapped into or thought about in decades and kind of seeing where my facade came from, where the tough mask and where the New Yorker came from. And it was all defense mechanisms and it was all coping strategies. And it was all just from, you know, buried pain from, I guess, my relationship with my father. And after that sort of self-discovery journey and breaking open these layers, I was just fascinated. I was fascinated by breathwork. And I just knew I had to explore this modality further and really understand how much of it was me and my ability to process and connect, how much of it was breath and how much we can curate that through the facilitation. So I studied with a lot of different you know, teachers, went to all the workshops, retreats, Peru, India, Thailand, back to Bali for a month. And I kind of grabbed the pieces that I thought were most effective. I also experimented with many other modalities just to really understand and and do my due diligence, my homework, my research in understanding what was really effective and efficient to bring into the mainstream. And there was components of hypnotherapy that I really enjoyed that I thought were very powerful in terms of rewiring our subconscious mind and those limiting beliefs and those old thought patterns. 
So with the Muse headband, I just started kind of self-experimenting and saw that with the conscious connected breath within about four minutes, we could tap into the theta state brainwaves. And I thought, why not combine breath with hypnosis, do subconscious reprogramming, and then who doesn't love a Dr. Joe ending when we start to bring in the visions and the visualization and feel that emotion in our body and create neural pathways, but also change our biochemistry. It's just this potent, I know you love to use that word, it's this potent practice um, where we can really step into the versions of ourselves that we want to be, the highest versions of ourselves. So my, I think an innate gift of mine is just, I like operational efficiencies. I've always been really good at that in business. So I kind of did that with these different healing modalities. And I started, you know, practicing on students and clients, and it led me to this certification to teach other people the practice and to do the same thing. And now we have 50 coaches globally facilitating this beautiful work in the world. You are a powerhouse of one of them that is just accelerating the word of mouth on this, like amplifying it like crazy, which is just such a gift for me to watch. And we're just out here watching people take intuitive action and start to live the life that they want versus the life they've been conditioned to. It's absolutely mind blowing. And what, you know, the thing, the thing that I, I associate it to after going through it was it's kind of like once you've once you've taken a ride in a Ferrari, I mean, who wants to go back to riding in a Honda Civic? And I say that with, I, that might be a triggering comment, but I, I don't say it in terms of financial resources. I say it when you know that you can get inside of an experience that's the most optimal, efficient, best way for you to get from where you will are now bridging the gap to where you desire to go and being led by infinite intelligence. How could you ever unsee? Yeah. Un, like, how could you ever go back? Yeah, I think, you know, there's so many effective practices. And I'm not saying, you know, this is the end all be all. This is the only one everyone should ever do. But in terms of efficiency and what I seek and what I know like minded people are looking for, it's like, this is a 22 minutes. Instead of hypnotherapy, that's two and a half hours, instead of some breathwork sessions that can be 60 to two and a half hours where you're just releasing an emotion and not necessarily knowing how to integrate, which is what I found with plant medicine it was really the integration process was really confusing for me. It was really hard to bring it into my day to day. And this is a mild way for us to really connect the dots to our psychological patterns and to create sustainable change in real time. I mean, that's optimal. That's optimal human development. <laughs> Right. Well, then, then there's the compound effect of being able to actually implement it into your daily life, right? So yeah. you could go do something that you experience on a grand scale. It's kind of like going to a conference, but when you leave the conference, unless you do something about it, it's for naught. And we all can't go sit in a conference every single day to get yeah. the hyped up vibes of the like breakthroughs that we get. So this ends up being a something that you can integrate into your life super powerful so here we go potent it's potent and yeah. powerful and you can do it every single day and be connected to your intuition so the fact that you have ideated that brought it together and breathed so much life into it I feel like is such well it's a it's a tribute and I don't know showcases essentially your personal power your infinite intelligence and really living out your your true purpose which makes me really have a lot of 
questions and curiosity around who the super expanders in your life have been, because there none of us arrive at this, the greatness that you are bringing into the world through, I mean, we, we have people who have inspired us, called yeah. us up, all the things. So I'm just going to open it up. It could be one, it could be 10. Yeah. Lay it on me. First, I just have to like commend you for talking about this because it's such an incredible topic and it is not tapped into enough. Like people don't understand the power of having expanders in your life. Like we are wired and conditioned to build from what it is that we know. So our brain has the information of what it has seen in the past or what is surrounding it. And in order to really level up and ascend and to reach those next levels, you have to pull in, like you have to fire those mirror neurons so that you can see what is possible in this life. So when I first started, you know, understanding the concept of expanders, my first person was Tony. Robbins. It was like, I want to make impact at scale. When I watched I Am Not Your Guru and I saw him break down someone's psychology and conditioning within 30 seconds and get to the root, I was like, that is a goddamn gift. Like that comes from his reading 700 books on psychology and just being clear as day himself and going in in his peak state where he can really observe and feel into what the patterns that are going on with that person. And I was so drawn to that. And obviously really drawn to his delivery. It's very frank, it's very direct. And just his ability to really influence and impact millions of humans through, you know, multi-touch books, audio, seminars. I mean, he's just a powerhouse. So it started with Tony. And then I didn't really realize that I could start there's different components from different people in the lifestyle that I wanted to bring in. So I was like, Oh, I love that Dave Asprey has, you know, all these biohacking things in his home. And like, I want to have, you know, ice, uh, ice bath and an infrared sauna in my house. I'm, I'm digging that kind of lifestyle. I really, I really, really respect Mark Wahlberg. There's a show. I don't, he had this show. I think it was on HBO Max, like called Wall Street, playing off his last name, and just seeing this person take his influence and his brand and productize it over multiple different industries and create his own businesses. He was really creating. He is creating an empire, which was very enticing to me and showing you that you can't. You don't have to be one dimensional. You get to broaden your reach. So all these people are like planting different seeds for me and what's possible in this one lifetime, right? And I'm really tapping into that at the end of my meditations, at the end of my breathwork sessions, I'm seeing what they've created. I'm seeing how that might be possible for me. I'm really infiltrating my subconscious with all these images, with all these new ideas. And again, just really expanding. And it's kind of been this process of when I read a book, and I get inspired by something, I pull in from that. When I read Einstein and I saw his world impact, he was an expert, you know, in obviously physics and science. And then he became really passionate about economics and politics and making that sort of world impact. I was like, I want that. Like, that's where I want to take this work. And then I became really obsessed with Elaine Waltroth, who I tagged you in recently because she has this whole concept of being a multi-hyphenate. And I had never heard that before. And a multi-hyphenate is basically somebody who has big dreams and wants to fire on all cylinders and is not meant to live in a box. And I'm obsessed with that. She was editor-in-chief of Teen Vogue. She became, you know, podcast host, a TV host on um, Project Runway. She's a philanthropist, activist, best-selling author. 
I'm obsessed with that. And that's what I see with all of our coaches too. It's like, we're multidimensional. We have lots of talents, lots of skills, lots of dreams that we want to fulfill. So why pigeonhole ourselves into one thing? And most of it is because we haven't seen anything else. We think we're supposed to pick one direction. We think we're supposed to gradually get those promotions and those little bumps in our bonus. And we live a life chasing security, but screw that. Like let's blast it open. Like sky's the limit. Like what lights you up? Let's move in all the directions. <laughs> so those are just a few of my expanders. Ah, I think that's so good because I think the big message coming through on that, well, there's like a lot of them, but one of them is the permission to fully explore multiple passions, multiple inspirations, and that we're not really meant to do one, one thing which yeah. I, I can fully attest to that. I've done lots of things in, in, yeah. in life and business. And, and as you try them on, if something doesn't fit, it's okay to release it and yeah. let it go. But if something does fit, A, go deep on it, but you can go deep on multiple things at one time. I love the idea of pivot, pivot and adapt. It's not lighting you up anymore. I'm, and I think you know you and I both share a common value of time. Like I'm not here to waste time. I think our time on this planet in this lifetime is very short. So if something is not lighting me up, if it's not fulfilling me, it's a hard no. And I'm on to the next thing where I think a lot of people feel very paralyzed in their situations right now and in their job and their title, you know, again, in that safety and security. And when I read, you know, or just listened to Elaine Weltroth on Masterclass, she was like, it was full permission to play and to imagine and to experiment and just move in the directions that light you up, which feels unconventional. And your pop, your parents probably told you it was irresponsible, but your soul is knowing something, it's feeling something, and it'll probably get you there in synchronistic, magical ways that will pay off and be so rewarding internally, fulfillment, meaning, and also abundance. But people don't believe that. That's why you need expanders to show you that that's possible so that you can start having more courage and doing the thing that lights your soul up. So this has actually made me think of, of this. Did you read the book Mindset? Yeah. So inside of, yeah. So the inside of that book where they did, the, there was that study that they did of how people spoke to the kids, right? The kids that were spoken to like geniuses, the ones that were spoken to, like they weren't going to amount to anything. And there was all the same baseline. The kids all came essentially from the same place. And so the kids that were spoken to, like they were geniuses, mm -hmm. which was essentially being given a model of the world yeah. and then being able to rise to the occasion, they actually yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember they talked a lot about like fixed versus growth mindset in that book. And I think I, I'm seeing that a lot now with like conscious parenting, like telling your kid, like you can do anything, like you're capable of anything in this life versus a lot of us who grew up with parents who were just trying to protect us. They were protecting us from disappointment. They were protecting us from failure. And so it felt a lot more limited. So people have to kind of deconstruct those beliefs, which is what we help them do in the hypno breath work, right? It's like, what's the block? What's the limiting belief? And now expand. Like, how can you replace that? How can you reprogram it? Bring in the expander or start to bring in the lifestyle that lights you up. It has to be done on a subconscious level. So it's so cool that we're talking about this, you know, concept of expanders, but then we also have a modality and a practice to experientially do it and help them feel it in their body and really start to open up their minds to what's possible. And there really are no no limits as we're as we're finding out with each and every 
hypno breath work session, all of the intuitive hits that come and all the synchronicities that are happening for everyone that is experiencing it. I love the fact that Mark Wahlberg is your, is one of your expanders on so many levels because, well, and I feel like it aligns really, you were just like sipping out of that, that mug because he, so you guys said this mug says work harder, basically I don't care. Right. So it says no one cares work harder. <laughs> and I, I left out the curse words. So <laughs> he actually, do have you read his, or like looked into what his, his schedule is? He has the most yeah. insane schedule. He gets up at yeah. like the crack of dawn mm-hmm. to make sure he gets all the stuff done. He needs to do for his own, like personal well-being workouts, that sort of thing so that he can be present for his kids. Then he does all the work on building his empire. He's back home to make sure he's with his kids again before he then goes to bed to, to repeat. And he's just like a machine chasing after all of his dreams and desires, not leaving a shred on the table in terms of like, he puts everything he's got into every single day that he's living. You know, the example that just like set my whole body on fire in watching his show was he had all the gym equipment flown into his hotel room for where he was shooting in London, I believe. And he sent all of his crew, like all of his business partners for all of their meetings. He brought everyone to him. Now you can only imagine the expense of the gym equipment, the flights, the accommodations, the people's time to all come to him where he was shooting. So he can have these whole, these meetings and also stay in his fitness routine. And I was like, God damn, that is a boss move to have it come to you for your convenience. But it has to happen that way, right? Because he's shooting, he's on set, he has other operations he still needs to run. So to be at that level, to be able to still operate and function and and move forward all of your businesses, like that was a caliber that I had never seen before. And I love this idea of like having enough abundance not in terms of greed, but just to allow you to optimize your energy so that you can keep producing and keep giving into the world. Like that was such a big reprogramming for me. I think a lot of us who work in this spiritual space, there's these subconscious blocks to wanting abundance and wealth and money because is that spiritual and is that serving others? But to me, the way he spends on some of those things that feel extravagant is what allows him to produce at his highest level. Does that make sense? Oh my gosh, it totally yeah. totally does. And I don't think, I mean, it could sound, there might be extravagant in terms of the numbers behind it, but I don't think when you're prioritizing your energy, it's extravagance. It's actually becomes just a need, right? It's just what you need in order to show up in the world when you're living the core value of time. That's what had to happen. So it's not overindulgence. It's not, it's not even decadence. It's like, this is the machine. This is how to run the machine at this level. We need to really pause and halt on that line to protect your energy, to fuel your energy, to get your energy into alignment. It's just not a modern concept right now. You know, when I spent on green juices or cryotherapy or in courses or, you know, in coaches, I think the modern day kind of association to that is the overindulgence, is the extravagance. And for us, as you know, we're trying to show up in our, as our highest self, we have to 
invest in our energy. We have to do the things that keep us grounded, that keep us centered, that keep us clear. And I've been having, you know, this kind of discussion with my partner. As I travel, I stay in really nice, really nice places. I stay in really nice hotels. And he's like, well, you're being bougie. And I'm like, that's crazy because I need big windows, open spaces, lots of light in order for me to create and produce work that will really make an impact in the masses. And, and I think that's something that needs to be reprogrammed from a lot of people who still live in scarcity. I have a question for you. Have you joined the super expander free mentorship community? If not, what are you waiting for? Stop what you're doing right now and text the word mentor to 202-918-3235. Text the word mentor to 202-918-3235. I send out weekly tips and inspiration to help you grow your business, to step into your wealthiest, most highest self, to harness your full potential and live an exceptional and extraordinary life. And the best part is it's really me sending those messages. So text me, say hello, and send me your questions. Well, your environment actually is it's an extension of how you feel in your, in your body and your mind. So absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you want me to have a talk with your partner? Please. I think, I think he needs to go through your wealth. He needs to go through your wealth session, please. <laughs> so someday when you were just talking about, and I'm happy to, I'm happy to take him through a wealth session, but it's something that it just came to me while you were talking about that is, so I think the delineating factor or the tipping point though, is some people buy the green juice because they, want to look like they're maximizing their energy, but are they buying the green juice because it actually does? Does it expand them? Does it really add to them? Or are they just trying to like look like they're that person, which then, then that, I guess that's decadence. Then that that's wasteful because if yeah. it's not really in alignment and it's not actually like, they're not walking the walk because you can invest in the program, you can invest in, but you're not living it, like embodying yeah. it. Well, that's in the work that you're you're really doing too in owning the wealth space. Like when we talk about acting on your intuition, which is the core, the number one principle of hypno breath work, it's not being impulsive and it's not forcing things. So it's not spending to spend, it's intuitive spending, right? So like an example of that would be earlier this summer, I there was a Dr. Joe Dispenza advanced training in Mexico and it was 15K training. And I was like, I want to go to that. I really want to go to that. I should be at that training. And there was also Tony Robbins business mastery that was happening in August, which was 10K. And I sat with both of those and I was like, I'm going to go both. I'm just going to go balls to the wall this summer on my personal development. And I realized that at the time, I'm not saying that, you know, it's not going to happen down the, down the road, but the Dr. Joe one was really coming from an ego place. Like, I want to show that I do Dr. Joe. I want to go to his private training. It was really more for, look, I'm, I'm still doing my personal development. Look what I can do. Whereas Tony Robbins was so intuitive in my soul. It was like, there are nuggets of information in there that you need to get to the next level. It was soulful versus egoic. It was intuitive versus impulse. So we're not saying, you know, spend the money on the green juice or don't, but if it is something that fuels you for your higher good, for your higher self, do it. It's worth the investment. It'll pay off. That goes for your coaches. That goes for your courses. Nailed it. 
It, it made me think of, I was just reading a book uh, on the psychology of money, actually. And there, they told a story in there about the guy used to be a, a valet and he used to drive super fancy cars. And have you read this book? Yeah. Yeah. So he tells it. So he's talking about it. He's like, and the funny thing is, is like all these people pull up in these cars and I'm staring at them and they buy the cars because they want to be looked at, but little do they know I'm not looking at them. I'm looking at the car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. Which really sums it up. So when you have to like really peel back the layers and know yeah. the decision you're making and where it's coming from. So it could be super expensive. It could be perceived as decadent, but if it's actually expanding you into your super expander status yeah. where you're, where you're headed, it's worth every penny. And it's not a reckless amount of money or reckless spending. You know, you're, you're the closest person to me. You're even more than I am um, in your decisiveness about taking intuitive action on your investments. Like I, I'm obsessed with that about you. It's like, you know, you feel it clearly and you go. Most people, they are so paralyzed by the finances. They're so paralyzed by the money. And again, the association that they have is that they're spending, that they're going to lose this amount in their bank account. But what I have found in every intuitive investment that I've made and every coach, each one has always stretched me. It has always been a little bit more than I was expecting or that I was ready to spend per se. But every time I've done it, it has been two, four, 10 times the investment. Every single time, it never fails. And not to, not to even touch on you know the content and the knowledge and the value that it's added, but people just have this association that you're spending money, you're losing money. And instead of seeing it as you're investing money and you're going to grow it tenfold. And I think that's one of the beautiful things you're going to be doing in your work is really showing them the output of this before they have the tangible proof that they need. Yeah. I mean, because you, you can't, you can't have the tangible proof first, unfortunately. <laughs> right. But what does that say about your, what does that say about your self-belief and about your self-trust? We have to lead first. Everyone is waiting for security. Everyone is waiting for the clients before they take the leap. The investors, they're waiting for the profits before they believe in the vision. Like everybody wants, you know, the cart before the horse, but there is something so special in self-belief, in energy, in vision, in conviction. And we have to rewire the way that that's perceived. And I mean, luckily we're both kind of leading with that first, right? And hopefully that starts to spark something and set a tone for others. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And what that part of, part of what I was feeling and when you were saying that, which was obviously full body chills all over because I feel like it's just nothing but energy when we're having conversation. <laughs> but I'm thinking about how people are going through the hypno breath work training. And it's essentially what, what is happening is you're creating a, a squad, a, a collective, I was going to say an army because, but then I'm like, that's not really the right word of super expanders. They're actually super expanders. You're like creating super expanders and putting them out into, into the world, which is really going to shift and change the entire collective. And this was the first moment that I actually thought of it in, in that way. And I was yeah. like, Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. If you think about, you know, day one of our certification, I have you plug into the vision that you want. And then I have you see your expander, right? That's just the very first session 
that we do. So we're already setting the tone. And to me, by the time you come out of that four days, you should be transformed to the next level of your leadership or else I'm not really doing my job. So it's very, but it was curated through hypno breathwork, all the content, the structure, the information, the sessions, everything was curated through my practice. So hopefully the universe is assisting me in, in kind of facilitating that. But you guys have to embody that or else you have no right to take a client or a student through that experience. So unless you're facing the discomfort, unless you're moving through your triggers, unless you're up-leveling and doing the deep work in real time, like we just have no business preaching to other people that this is how they should be living their life or that it's possible to create their own reality unless we're creating ours. I, don't, I, I can't drop the mic, but I want it to. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, seriously, this is such a powerful conversation that just I'm I'm being blown away by it. So what I what I really want to know, and I wrote, I want you to share. I mean, I I already know a, like a a snapshot of it. You have got a huge vision, which requires us to to latch onto a feeling because I, I, at least this mm. is my, my actual opinion. I don't think that when we put a big goal out there in front of us, I don't think it's enough to guide us. Mm -hmm. And you can talk about your why, which is also super important, but if we can't actually tap into the feeling that we decide we desire that's associated with our vision, I think it's harder to bring it to life. So let's give a little bit of a snapshot of your big vision coming up over the next like year or even beyond, if you want to go beyond that and the feeling that you're attaching to that, that's really guiding you. What's your North star in all of that? Yeah. So I actually think like my big vision is about to come to life in the next two months. <laughs> right. So we are working on a platform right now. We are working on a platform to make hypno breath work available to the masses so that they can tap into whatever it is that they need, what their intention is, move through the block, get to the other side and really expand into their highest self. So that's going to be launching uh, in March, where they will have this tool on their phone and be able to do these sessions that are guided through embodied coaches who are so powerful, who have a variety of different specialties with a clear action step so that they know what it is that they need to do every single day to really allow that higher path to unfold. So my higher vision in this is that hypnobreathwork becomes the morning practice, the daily ritual for every single person to get out of their conditioned mind, to get out of the old stories, the habitual thought loops, the social childhood conditioning and start operating as their highest self. That means they are clearer, they are more compassionate, they are more creative, and they are living a life that lights them up and contributes good into the world. So this will infiltrate politics, this will change the way that artists make music, the way that athletes perform and entertain. This is really gonna be something that allows us to be the highest version of ourselves, interact with each other from that place, love each other from that place, find peace, find joy, find fulfillment, and honestly change the world. That's my dream. Well, I, I could see that picture so vividly as you as you painted it. And I could totally, like, I can feel it. I, I see that for you. I see it for the world. And I, I mean, I know how powerful this work is. So with that being your vision, when you get up every day, what is the, like, the feeling? Like, 
explain that if you could, if you can put words into it. This, I mean, it's just, it's so brilliant of you to, you know, ask these questions and, and to hopefully give the audience a taste of what they should be focusing on and also what they're able to tap into. So like you said, you know, these concepts of manifesting and the secret and creating your own life, like it's beautiful vision boards, cool, great, but it's very different when you hold the vision and you generate the emotion in your body because it shifts your energy and it starts to attract what it is that you want to you. And when I see this world of everybody being more conscious, more aware, more aligned, more joyful, more loving, I just feel gratitude. I feel gratitude in my body and I feel the sensational feeling of alignment. There's no way to really describe what alignment feels like. It feels like euphoria and bliss, but also productivity. You know, it just feels like you're in flow and it's just, it's ease and it's just really beautiful. And so that's the image that I generate. And that's the emotion that I generate in my body at the end of my sessions. It's important to note, you know, the way we curate these sessions is we tap into the higher vision, but then we ask for our next intuitive action step. So even though I have this huge big picture, my next one is like, okay, get that feedback to the developer, meet with this investor, curate a session on this topic. You know, there, there are more tactical day-to-day things that I need to do to keep it moving um, while generating the emotion of the future vision. Oh, so good. <sighs> So let me just, I want to make this tangible for people too. So whatever it is that anybody wants to create in their life, find an expander. When I was trying to create a healthier relationship, I was like, do I even have anything to pull from? Really ask yourself that. Like I want everyone who's listening to this, ask yourself, do you have an example of a healthy relationship that you aspire to have? It was a hard no for me. There was not relationships that I saw that were growth oriented where both people were highly spiritual, where they were using the triggers for growth, where they were having open communication, where there was like beautiful, passionate, physical connection. You know, like I didn't see a relationship that had it all that I really wanted to embody until one couple, until I asked for it. I literally asked the universe, like, show me an expander. And they came, they came into my life. They're one of my, they're my favorite couple. I'm obsessed with them. And when I saw them, I could tap into the feeling that I wanted. What's the feeling that you want? Don't think of the six, four guy, you know, with the broad shoulders and and the 12 pack, but I want you to think about the feeling that you want, which for me in relationship was, I wanted to feel safe. I wanted to feel secure. I wanted to feel adored. I wanted to feel supported. And what would that feeling feel like in my body? And then he came, you know? And like, when I think about the feeling that I want in, in my work, it's always the feeling of people awakening. I, I love the feeling of seeing people live their dreams. I love the feeling of seeing, oh, it makes me emotional. I love the feeling of seeing people knowing their potential and fulfilling it and seeing how powerful they are. Like that lights up my entire body. So I feel that before it necessarily happens for them. You know, like when I see you, I see you on massive stages. I see you in front of millions of people. I see you helping people get out of their financial insecurity, which is honestly, in my opinion, the biggest thing that holds them back from investing in any of these courses that will elevate them. And for you to be in that position to awaken and bring them on this journey, it it (laughs) lights my whole body up. 
And I feel that. And I feel like getting to be a small part of your journey is so, it makes me grateful. It makes me joyous. And I generate all those emotions before it happens. Sometimes it's interesting because it happens and I'm like, I already felt it. It's underwhelming. And I'm like, that sucks (laughs) because I've already gone through this. And other times it's like, there it is. You know, it's working. It's so beautiful. It's so magical. It's so powerful. So think about what you want, find your expander and generate the emotion ahead of the event. And if you want to accelerate that process, then find yourself a hypnobreathwork coach that'll get you there in 22 minutes. So a couple of things, first of all, you're not a part of a small part of my journey. You're like stuck with me now forever. So it's going to be a massive part of my journey. Just, we just need to clear that up now. You know, something that when you were talking about finding an expander, it made me actually think about, have you ever placed your thought on an expander and then to find out that they're not your expander anymore? Ooh. Well, you know, yes. Like I'm obsessed with Steve Jobs. When I read his book by um, Isaac Walterson, I think I cried almost throughout the entire book, which is an insane reaction to that, to that book. Like that's a very weird reaction. I knew that there was a disconnection. I didn't know why I was having such an emotional experience, but it was because I could feel his pride and his joy in creating innovative products and creating things that were going to change the world. And when those moments and when those failures and when things came to fruition, I just felt all of it. And it was so, it was just like all consuming. And I just, just a side note before I answer that question, you know, when he created the iPhone, he created a platform for apps and those apps and the amount of entrepreneurs that he gave an opportunity to Like that to me was the biggest invention that he did. I mean, he gave a platform to entrepreneurs and startups and like people got to accessibly create their dreams and products into the world. I mean, that's just mind blowing. Like, has anybody really thought about that? So giving people opportunities and like, I mean, I'm, I'm obsessed with him and there's a lot of things in that book. There's a lot of character flaws a lot. And when people talk about him, they talk about how demanding he was and how harsh he was and how he had disdain for mediocrity. And to be honest, I resonate with a lot of that. Like I have a very high standard of performance and work ethic. And while there's things, you know, that really inspire me about him, it feels like taboo to call him one of my expanders because he was so harsh in some areas. But I think that you can pull from the the pieces that inspire you. And even if it's a part of someone's journey or it was their, it was their grit, it was, you know, their relentless work ethic. Even if you find out later that, okay, maybe it wasn't the most authentic, there's still some characteristics and qualities that we can still look at in expansion. Absolutely. I just felt like it was an important piece to actually kind of explore that a little bit because our expanders are human. So we need to be able to like see the polarity and pull and they don't have to be an expander on every single facet. You can, you can pick and choose and almost create your one perfect super expander by pieces of here and there. 100%. So another piece of what I started going towards is a lot of people might be listening and they're like, this is fine. This is great. You're so clear. You're so tapped in, but the process in getting there is a journey of clearing out those, those blocks. 
Uh, and I, I can say that because I've been on like an accelerated journey with you on that. And what has happened by doing that has been so powerful. So a piece of, of going through and being able to access mm -hmm. your, your, your creativity or your, your wealth or your entrepreneurial power, whatever it happens to be actually requires us to go back and do deep mm -hmm. healing from facets of our life that we might not associate to our, like our future per se. Oh yeah. I mean, the amount of unblocking that needs to be done in order to access that higher consciousness can be really intense. I actually just got a message from Geraldine who's one who was in certification with you. And she's like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> she's like um I'm having a really big shedding right now I'm like yeah this is the next level of your ascension of your evolution but it's also why I respect you guys so much and it's also why it's a requirement to be an ambassador to go through unblock your purpose is because we do still have healing we do still have clearing and we have to go back into kind of where all that stuff formed which from most of us, for all of us is going to be in childhood. And even when you think I get, I get this all the time. Like I had a really great childhood. I'm like, cool. Let's see your mom in your session. <laughs> and something always comes up, you know, like there's always, she didn't set boundaries or, you know, I witnessed this in her relationship with my dad. So there's clearing and healing that needs to be done. And I think that that's where maybe some people fall short in this journey because they don't want to kind of face the past they don't want to face the pain but we know that you'll get to the other side and again this is an accelerated process to help you do that like even when the emotions come up in these sessions and they can be so intense and you can be convulsing and shaking and crying when we get you out at the meditation they'll feel light they feel more relaxed they feel like they let go of past trauma of you know, resentments of anger, of fear, whatever emotion was kind of stuck and stored in their body. So it does take, it does take some courage. It takes some belief, but we're both here to tell you that you'll get to the other side. And on the other side, there's pure magic. There's a ton of clarity. There's a ton of alignment and synchronicity and it's worth it. It's worth doing it because if you don't, it doesn't go away. It'll be stuck in your body. It'll play out in your relationships. It'll come out in your projections. It might look like defensiveness and anger, but it's probably hurt and sadness and pain. And if you breathe it out of your body, you can come out a truly and authentically more aligned human. Yeah, it, yeah. It, I mean, it's. I feel like it's just a big piece of the conversation because yeah. when we don't do that healing, what I as what I've started to equate it to is building your your skyscraper, the skyscraper of your life on quicksand, right? And it's just going to keep sinking, sinking, sinking. Mm -hmm. And for us to be truly, whether you're a lead, I mean, I think we all are leaders, right? So we're all leaders yeah. in our life. And so the, to be the leader of your life and impact those around you, you have to build your foundation on, on quicksand or on, I'm sorry, on concrete, on an in foundation that's built out yeah. of integrity and yeah. you actually get to go back and choose that even in your adult life no matter how wherever you are you can go back and strengthen that foundation and yeah. and fix the the little or not fix it's what is that Heal. Is it, it made me think of um is it, it i'm probably gonna say it wrong ikagi you know when they the they put the gold in the the broken oh. piece I feel like, I think breath work kind of does that. It allows you to go back into those little pieces yeah. that need some healing, repairing, and you get to put, put the, the gold in there to yeah. 
And you know how you know, because I think that there's there's so many achievers and performers who have become very successful through a lot of effort and a lot of force. And they're probably like, I don't need this. Like, I'm good. Like, I'm getting shit done. But there's cracks in the foundation when you find high emotional triggers, when someone disappoints you, when, you know, the relationship doesn't go the way that you want, when your mother criticizes you, those little cracks are openings, they're windows of opportunity. And when we breathe into them, we get to kind of see what is lying underneath of that. And we get to give it to ourselves so that we solidify the foundation so that it's not rocky and murky. And that when you get to the next level, something breaks, you want to build it solid from the ground up. So it's, worth it's worth doing your deep work it's not as bad as you think it's going to be you don't stay there we get you out to the other side and it really is an ongoing journey you know there's so many days where i'm like cool i'm going into flow state hypno breath work and i'm going to get creative ideas on this next project and then i'm like in fetal position and i'm crying because my boyfriend upset me <laughs> And that's the thing that needs to get cleared because my energy is being really pent up about that one scenario and it needs to be released in order for me to feel clear again. So ongoing journey, but man, how supportive is this community and like helping people kind of move through it and even helping each other like practice sessions and move through blocks. It's wild. So, so supportive. My gosh. It also kind of for the high performers, the people who have that thought process, it's kind of like, imagine if what is happening now in your life and you've removed the weight where you'd actually go, you're already performing high. You're already achieving. You already are doing all of the things. And there's actually this whole nother layer, this whole nother dimension that you can access of high performance of optimization. So yeah. The sky really truly is the limit is, I mean, it's not even the limit. Yeah, no, that's such a, that's such a great point that you're making. And it sometimes confuses me along this process because I am so used to the hustle and the grind. And I think that it requires that amount of drive in order to be successful. But when I'm in flow, things just happen so naturally and they happen so organically, you know, even in this fundraising process that I'm in, I'm shocked that my intuition has one idea to put something out there and they're coming to me like, VC meetings are literally hitting my inbox, whereas my conscious mind before would have sent out, you know, 50 emails to different contacts and reaching out and cold and, and really done it through force. And when you get your energy into alignment, you start to attract what it is and you can still be a high achiever and performer, but without the really the friction and the tension and with a lot more ease and flow. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> hold on I already did um, yeah, like, we're doing it we're living it <laughs> oh my gosh so I'm, you're so you're I know your schedule is so busy and I could probably sit here and talk your ear off for hours and ask you a million million questions so we'll have to save that for another another episode so if you could go back and talk to your younger self and give just one nugget, some golden nugget of advice, what would it be? I think this is the kind of thing that really helps collapse time for everyone listening. That really is like, it's like this, what is your super expander advice for, for your younger self? You know, it's really crazy because normally it, like 
being asked this question, I would tell everyone to act on their intuition. But what's coming through for me to say to the audience right now and what I wish I would have said to my younger self is stop defending yourself. Stop being so defensive. Let down the wall. You don't need to be so guarded. Allow yourself to open and be more loving. That's the download. That's what I'm going with. Love it. <laughs> so that was juicy. That was powerful. I'm going to use it again. I'm, I might start overusing this word or maybe I already have. It was potent. Awesome. <laughs> Where can listeners find you what's the best way to connect with you to be in your energy to be in your world uh definitely find me on instagram it's at francesca sitma and i'm always posting you know updates what's going on and if you guys are ready to try a session i would highly recommend going to francescasitma.com you can find a bunch of different recordings based on whatever it is you need and then just be on a lookout for this space because I'm bringing all the coaches together to have their offerings in one place. Um, stay tuned. Stay tuned on my channels. So of course you can find her handle in the show notes. I am just overwhelmed with gratitude and love and just mm, all the feels for taking the time to, to speak with us. So thank you. So much for sharing your light, sharing your wisdom, sharing, sharing it all. <laughs> of course. Thank you so much for having me. This was one podcast. I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait to talk about expanders. I couldn't wait to be in your energy. And it was everything I hoped it to be. Oh, I love you. Love you. Catch you on the next episode. If you like what you heard, stop, drop, and leave a five-star review and hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. As always, the best way that you can thank our amazing guests is to share your biggest takeaway and then tag us on social media.